You can see you in Griper, 718-339-6020 or 347-563-0951. Parshish Korach. And title is Blind People Should Find the Rebbe. <clears throat> we begin the Parsha with Korach. So it says that Korach had Ruach HaKodesh. He was able to see the future. So, first thing he saw was Shmuel Navi, the great prophet, would come from him. So that means he's going to keep living. Not only that, his greatness is going to go through to his descendants. So, he felt that he has to stay around. And then the 25 Mashmaros, the, also the servants, the ones that served in the base of Migdash, would come from him also. As he means, so everyone would pass away except for one person. So he figured it was him. And how can he not do it? Because we have to continue the great generations, Shmonavi, etc. So it said at the end of the Rashi, where it says Tezai and Zion, it explains this, and then it continues and said, but he won't, didn't he did not see one thing that he wasn't going to be the one to live. His sons, he didn't see that. And it continues and said, but. Moshe saw, which is a very important Nakuda point that Lady Ginsburg explains that he saw <coughs> meant that he was the Rebbe, and certain certain things a person can't pass in front of his Rebbe. So the Rebbe knew, he knew he knew more, and it was the big lesson here that mentioned the Selak Arab when a person is color is colored by different emotions etc and even even if he's seems 100% right but when you negate yourself you feel a certain way about something to get a clear picture is not so simple so you see here that the great Korak didn't see there's one one point and therefore he passed there's some say he kept going he lived but most say he didn't so it's an important thing we see that to make our own decisions by ourselves is a very hard thing. And we see the Parsha continues <coughs> even with the same idea that his complaints, he was a Bechor, he was the firstborn. So other than this whole Ruach HaKodesh looking at the future and missing a certain point, but then it dealt also with his own Self, his midos. He was the Bukhar, he's the firstborn of everybody. So why shouldn't he be the one leading? Especially, we're all going to come back and talk about giants over there. And the kind of eagle, big complaints. And then the Miriam and Aaron situation there. Lashon Hara. So Korach has a lot of things to go on. And plus, he was like second to the Rosh Hashivas. And among their ones that it were his followers, the hugest of huge, Nakshon jumped into the water, opened the sea up. There were tremendous, tremendous people with him. And they listened and they followed. So you see, it wasn't there was a scene going on among the giants. But in the Kudav, he did not see, and his Rebbe saw. And we see <coughs> how. 
heard a shiv from Mary Shalayim, that we see the midos affect the thinking. Our heart affects the mind. And we see it over and over again. And here in the Parsha tube, some say because of covered. It's covered, it's covered, 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 covered. Even though on the surface, Karak would never say he had honor, honor, honor. Yet, whatever little bit thinking, I know better. And little, 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 little in the deep, deep insides that colored a whole view of the situation. Forgetting about the man and all the things for Yashamsuf and the Makas, all the things Moshe did. For some reason, everything was put aside. And, uh, and uh, becoming free, everything was put aside. So you see, the little bit of coloring from the Midas, which affects the emotions, it affects how you see. See, the Miraglam. Miller said the big problem there was they came back, there was again, maybe covered. We want to continue a certain way of life. And all of a sudden, there'd be big changes going in there, Israel. Yet, over there goes to our topic. The big mistake was they didn't go to Moshe Rabbeinu and explain the situation. Because they would explain the situation, the miraculum would explain the giants, etc., etc., the funerals was happening. So Moshe would have put it in perspective for them. But it didn't happen. So you see two things here. The lack of Selah Harav. And you see the ramifications of forever deal. And you also see the Midas. Midas. And we had this all, their own shmoo. We have our own talk how to improve myself. With we constantly spoke about it. And we'll keep speaking about it. Like bringing Hashem into your life. And being grateful. And thinking that you are somebody special. And how to move on strong. The midos, there's so many different ways we're affected. And that the emotions affect us. And we see like throughout history. There's Gahanam, there was, they wanted to be the last ones to make sure if everything was brought, wasn't brought, they would bring. We know that. But someone says, some say there's a little bit of laziness in there. How? Whatever little bit it was, it colored the whole scene. How many times in family life, husband comes home, something happens on the way home. He's colored, even though he's a logical man, smart man, good husband. If he walks into the house and he was colored by a certain situation, what well, insight he has a little bit of a certain jealousy, a certain jealousy. Everything should be like this certain shlomo across the street, and he comes and it's a little too messy his house, or he gets a little, he's a little anger. So what happens is when he comes in the house, it's a whole different story. And it's so much, it's so much influence that the Yates are on the outside from the world giving us ways of thinking with the COVID type and, and jealousy. And then inside we have our own Yates Zahars fighting and now we have the outside way of thinking, the spoiledness in my way or the highway and getting what you need and instant stimuli. It's all inside of us already. How are we going to protect ourselves? And we can work on ourselves. We can work on ourselves. We see we have to work on ourselves. But that's not the talk now. The talk today is Selah Harav. Now, a person needs someone to help direct your ship. It's, it's urgent. Someone direct your ship. 
And you give another little mushroom all the time about how emotions affect and our, and our episodes of the day affect and our meadows affect. And the little boy we mentioned, <clears throat> the little boy, I say 22-year-old, wakes up in the morning, ready to go to yeshiva, and bathroom is being used, and the <clears throat> clothes are not ready. He rushes, and he misses the bus, and the bus splashes water on his pants that are wrinkled anyway, and he goes to yeshiva late, and the Rebbe goes, forget it. And he goes through his day, and he heals the shidduch that he was going out with. The old broke off. He comes home in a mood. He can't take it. And he's sitting on the couch. The little brother comes from behind and squirts with a water gun. There's a war. You see his whole day. He could be the greatest super Bali, Mid, Bali everything. Even Bali Midos. But we don't realize inside, inside the Midos, still, still. And same scenario, he gets up in the morning, the bathroom's here, the clothes are all pressed, he gets the bus, he gets the yeshiva, they call him the greatest person on the planet, and the shidduch goes out, he's going to get married in two months, and he comes home happy, and his little brother squares him with a water gun, he's happy as a lock. So that's one talk that we speak about a lot, but you have to keep working on our own. Kar Satov, Semusachayim, Making our lives productive, feeling good about your what you do. You're a yid. The Malays say you're Yisrael. You're a Yisrael. You have everything. You have everything. Because the Papa. So with everything we have, the greatest lives we have, yet we can get distorted. And we said if we don't have time to think, t t t, time to think about. Our lives in general, today, etc., from yesterday to today, and look at the, the things that are good that are happening. You see the things that are a little stressful. Also, you wor- you're on your move, you're working on them. You step back, most things are open, you know, pretty, whatever you say, monotonous is good. People, in general, things are you know, getting along. But unfortunately, we lose sight. Like we just said, the Midos, the Midos, so much to work on. Work on me, those working with a story. A, a lady even had a good me, those. I mean, this is chesed, make believe. But if it's not directed, there's one woman in our to say, with a chesed, take a lady. Yeah, she ran to help everyone, but the children she forgot. And they, they became not so, it was hard. So a person, another person will go, MS, MS, MS. He's such an MS, take a fellow. He's a young man. His parents say something, and it's not is that Emerson in his eyes. He gets all excited. So what do you mean? That's right. You can use a good quality. Emerson is the best. Chesed is the best. But there is times and places. There's how to use this quality. You can become great. It's not like so-called bad mitos, anger, etc. It also could be good at certain times too. But also good midos. <laughs> if not directed, you could be a tremendous person. And yet Emmas could take you away from even listening to other people. But you're right, you're right, that's right, you are right. But to blast out and to say something, sometimes you're saying to someone older, sometimes you're saying to your mate, sometimes to your child, whatever it is. It's Emmas, it's Emmas, you're dealing with Emmas. So Rob, Rob, you just say when you speak, it has to be 
Emeth. What does that mean? Constructive. Constructive to the situation. Chesed. Chesed. I remember this in Prague once told me Chesed starts at home. Chesed starts at home. You don't run to Chesed this night. You don't run here, there, and everywhere else. Chesed starts at home. But if you don't have great people telling you what to do, Chesed starts at home is very nice. But if you hear it over and over and over, you'll set your priorities straight. Before you go out to learn, before you go out to meet your friends, whatever it is, Chesed starts at home. Before you go to a chasana, make sure home is fun. If not, you have to stay home and do the homework with your daughter. So all this is crucial. Any kind of this could be used. We know for good and the other way around. But unless it has boundaries, unless you have someone to speak to, you could be the greatest or great couple. But if a man doesn't have someone directing him, someone just takes a little accounting for him, and Lady Tukin, these things are important, important, but it's so hard today. Like I said, the Yetzirah inside is pretty much you get what you want, what you want, and the word no you can't take, and to really mevatel, like put your, mevatel yourself to a Rebbe. I was talking to someone the other day, and you mevatel yourself to a Rebbe, he couldn't understand the, the, the whole thing. Yes, Rebbe, this for this question, that question, you ask. Then you can, a person can do what he likes. No. But we see eternity at stake. We see it for Orachim in the Pasha too. It says that Yaakov you know, didn't, want the, didn't want his name next to Korach. Why? Because the pogam, the blemish that Korach would bring into the world, would go back and affect Yaakov's eternity. At the end of the day, everyone's judged for the past, present, future, for the generation before him, the generation after him, everything. So you see, what you do is eternal, everybody. We're living in eternity now. So that's why it's so urgent. And a person says, I don't know, I don't know, you don't, Rabbi, Shem <coughs> doesn't appear to us in a, in, a, in a dream. But if you say, to a person you know, he's he understands, understands you and your family, or you and your wife. Someone who really understands and, and some decisions are different than you think. We don't realize because we're in the Gaya. We're in the midst of the forest. Many times I know Rabbi told me he was asked things that he answers people. But he had these same questions to his rabbi. Most of the time he asked his rabbi the same questions. Rabbi says the same things he would thought. But sometimes rabbi says something totally different. And he thinks back later. He doesn't realize a little tint of a He's involved himself in a certain midah, in a certain thought that he doesn't realize he's his own son, his own daughter. To make decisions, it's much harder. He's so, you know, objective. So say, and you say to yourself, what the rabbi says is what Hashem's telling me. It's closer to Hashem I can get. And then what happens is you see miracles. The Rab Miller question, the Rab Rab, Rab questions, and sometimes the answers were not understood in their eyes, but they did. And successes were all the time. Why all the time? Say Allah Rab. Hashem knows you. If Hashem knows you want to do what Hashem wants, 
So that's it. That's all she can do. But the whole bag, he doesn't know me. No one knows me. Only me. I know situations. You're causing yourself major, major problems. Especially today, there's so much stimuli all over. And everyone's working so hard to be good. It's like a little bit to put this, say, look, a rab, have a rabbi. And that's for everybody. Everyone needs a mentor. Mentor who's submersed in Torah. Understands, understands deep the teachings of the Torah, the love, the sensitivity, the care you have to have for a fellow Jew, and the clearness of mind how to act in situations, from jobs to take, to learning to do, to money to spend. You need, you need. Then you say to yourself, Hashem wants me to do this because this is the closest I can get to what Hashem wants. And you'll see miracles. And you'll see yourself too. Mold yourself into a clearer you. A more a person with a goal and clearness of life. <coughs> I was looking at the Ten Commandments of Marriage and you see each one of these. If you have a rough someone to talk to, you can, <coughs> first commandment, was be realistic. Expect the unexpected. As soon as one gets married, the neat person, not so neat. The late, the on-time person is not so on-time. And the person who's always quiet does raise the voice a little bit. He says, seeing things, seeing things, seeing things, and this is part of life. Yet another talk about how to accept it and deal with it in the proper way. But it's a lot of surprises. A lot of surprises because you're dealing with two different nations, two, two different upbringings. But it's okay. But if you have a Rebbe, and you go to Rebbe, Rebbe, I came home and I didn't expect this. And the Rebbe goes, I was, I went through it too. Many times I used to ask Rabbi Melly, I went through the same things, I went through the same things. So, what do you mean? But if you don't have someone directing, anything's a little unexpected, and we think the only one who ever happened to, and that we can't take it, and something's wrong, it might not be anything wrong. She's a certain way, and you're a certain way. And it all works out. <laughs> so, but if you don't have someone directing you, expect unexpected things are just, and they're constant. It's a new life you just started. Every little thing becomes unexpected, but if you're realistic, you have a rove or a mentor to speak to on a, issues as much as you can, you'll see that person went through very similar things and can give you a way to deal. And if he's dealing with both of you, both of you to deal. Isn't that better than you're, you're saving so much of the arguments, half, 50, 70, 80%, and still there's going to be that other part that's it's it's a it's a gross marriage. It's it's a marriage through the work you become becomes love, becomes the best experience, becomes fulfillment. And in other words, keep routines. Not like a silly a second commandment. Keep routines, that's right. Keep routines. Every day if you come home and you take out the garbage right away, you take out the garbage even if you're upset. Or if you're upset he comes home and you're making supper, you make supper's ready. What do you mean? You'd rather supper be on his head, not on the plate. No. You have to do it. Keep the routine. And if you ask your Rebbe, you ask your mentor, you'll hear that. 
Now you have to be a rocket scientist. You'll see by continuing the schedule, continuing, continuing. If it, once you walk in that mouse, a big hello, and how are you? And if it's a little something sweet, so when he walks to something to eat, or when you come in and say your wife sit down, and routine, routine, routine with your speech, chizuk, encouragement, encouragement, encouragement. Do, 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 no matter what. You'll see these things pass, but if you stop something, she might stop something. You stop something, she stops something. And then you said, but did you ask anybody? No, we went by either the media, MS, ah, I can't take it, he's doing wrong. Or the media, media said, just anger and it's, you're being clouded. But if you had a rub, someone to speak to, no in a whole world the rub would say, keep the good routines going. And much of the time it keeps going, and these things go on, up and down, on and off. What happened? Routine stops, and then you start telling your parents, and your parents start asking about it each week, and all of a sudden they think the marriage is bad, but you re already made up already. No, no, no. Keep routines. How you speak, how you act. Keep those routines. What you do. Another one. Make peace as soon as possible. Does that make sense according to everybody? <laughs> and you'll ask again. And you ready to be mental? Let's say right away to you. Make peace, make peace, make peace. The next morning, wake up fresh, and then we can discuss what to do. And many times I wake up the next morning, at least I'm waking up, it was a sorry, whatever it was, I was wrong, he was wrong, she was wrong. Everyone admits whatever just to calm it down. The next morning, you start fresh again. Or at least at, at something fresh level. But if you go along with a... A claim before you go to sleep, you wake up, the claim becomes a mountain. But if you had Haseelah Harab to call, to talk to someone to talk to, with sense who can direct you, you'll see. It'll be very obvious. Of course, i got to make peace as soon as possible. we have got to get everything to status quo. Then we can deal with life. But everyone's too emotional. No one's going to listen. And the word get, or Miller said, never word that would make... Who would say, get out, I can't take it? If you had someone directing, that word would never come out of your mouth. You would talk, I can't take it, I can't take it to your Rebbe, I can't take it. Or she, she would say, I can't take it, I can't take it to someone, you know, to arrive, whatever it is. Okay, but they would they would do it in a way where they're going to be working on it. But as soon as those words of, of anger are said, you're ripping the foundations, you're breaking a... A glass. I had to fix the glasses. It's a lot of work now. Say, look around. I want to talk to. Think, think, think. Think before you speak. But don't get to the to the part you you're faced with the with the problem. Even beforehand, you can prepare and talk and prepare. And after a while, when things happen, to you, you'll know right away. I'm not going to say anything. And I'm not going to say I see. I know. I know. It's not going to work out that way. And man, we. Of loyalty, encouragement. Now, who's not going to say to you, encourage your mate, encourage your children, encourage your parents, encourage your friends, encourage other people? Who's not going to say that's not encouraged, that's not an important thing? If you look at all the great people, men and women, they're always the ones encouraging. They listen. Listening is encouraging to you. Imagine we learn to listen to each other. That's a that's a big encouragement. <laughs> 
and encourage. Look at other people's good and encourage, encourage. Husband and wife, you walk home, you, you're really, whatever, you're upset about yourself or maybe her. Wait a second. Encourage. I'm going to walk in and say, I see you work so hard. And you made sub. I see you work so hard. And yet the children are doing fine. You see you say work hard. And you still have to go visit your mommy in the hospital. I don't know. Just think. There's so much to encourage. Your husband working in his learning in his world. It's not so simple. Children encourage. Children encourage parents. You speak to a rabbi, they would say, what do they say? Of course. Let means words pass over. That's hard. A guarantee. I always say, don't talk back. It's not going to do you any good. On the subway, you see one guy yelling at another guy, and the other guy's quiet. Who's the one who's uh, looks a little, um, who's the problem? The guy yelling. Not the guy who's quiet. You say something? Okay, you have to figure, maybe you have to say something. But how, where? Let me the word pass over. <laughs> It's hard when the emotion happens, but you know you say, look, arrive, you have someone to talk, someone to talk to. Okay, you're going to hold it in for that minute, that second, that half hour. You go and you speak, you'll speak. And then if she and her Rebbe too, you both all speak together. But let men mean words pass over. Everyone has a mood. Everyone has their day. Sometimes too many times. And also, don't say mean words. <laughs> you know, anybody. Now I'm talking to Salah Karab. You're picking a, a tremendous individual, sensitive, smart. He knows the world. He knows you. He knows your family. He knows the laws. Big in Torah. He knows. Who's saying mean words? Don't you say mean words? Baby, I said, how could you say a mean word? What's the question? Forget about your midos. <laughs> Forget about your thoughts. Don't say mean words. It's all logical stuff. But you need a rabbi. Something to explain to everybody. Listen, everybody. I know you slipped yesterday. And your wife took it. She let the mean words pass by. But don't say mean words. Then don't do to others that you don't want done to you. That's also a clown. You nag, you say, and you complain, or you put someone else down. But you don't want that done to you. You don't want to raise someone to raise your voice to you. You don't want someone to, you know, sarcastically give you a comment. You don't like these things. Some of the things we can change. Sometimes you don't want to, you know, the party else not like you being late. You try. But the point is, don't do to others that you don't want done to you. I guarantee the rabbi will tell you that too. And two last ones was don't dress slovenly. <clears throat> your husband, your wife, try to dress a little decently. It's not easy on the floor and throwing up in the house, whatever you have, coming up for a hard day at work. Come and take a few minutes. Go into the bathroom, young men. Wipe yourself full. Look decent. Lady husband coming home, it's much harder for the lady. So she's excused. But if she can tidy up a little bit, you know, it does to the husband if the hard day he comes home and his wife's looking, trying after how hard she worked 24 7 and looking nice for him. Whew! <laughs> she wins all the marbles. 
and he'll notice. So don't just slob him as much as we can. You bend Torah, Benosh Yisrael. And don't be a tyrant. So again, it's Elach Everyone has a Rav. Be a tyrant. What's the Shaila? And could be a tyrant in many ways. A tyrant could be be scared to say something to your wife. A tyrant could be uh, the ones one yells a little louder than the other. So I'm going quickly with this, but the point of the matter is, and these Ten Commandments, by the way, you can you can get them. Go over them. They, they deal with every aspect of marriage and in life. And if you say like a I always straighten you out. You have someone to talk to. And we see the biggest person, a Karach. And what is Nabu? He saw Shmu was coming from him. And he saw all the great people coming from him. But he didn't see that his sons would live and not him. He missed it. But he said Moshe saw. So we have to as fast as possible. Call me up. We'll look together for you, personal or family, Rav. Because with everything else, we're working on so many things, everybody. To say Rav will be something very, very urgent. Again, who knows you and your wife and who's going to work with you. Everyone. It doesn't say in Pelech is something you can't attain. This has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020 or 347-563-0951. Aslochah